greetings. Embark with me on this mystical, musical ride past the borders and to something known as Preform. Along the way, music from those you know and those you will know. Signing on for its 23rd year exclusively on the internet, I'm Dan Herman. This is Radio Crystal Blue.
Why don't you take it? Take it in a ride. Right to your heart. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
There's a strong sentiment, as you can tell from these songs, sentiment that is soulful and sweet and definitely not mutually exclusive. Soul can be very sweet as it runs very deep and isn't just something loud and boisterous and happy. It should move you. And sometimes that sentiment can be kind of sad, too. And reflecting on lives of two fantastic artists who had passed away in the last uh, several weeks since my last airing of Radio Crystal Blue, which is what you're listening to right now, of course, as we begin 2023. Some reflection of the music that they represent, I did my best to showcase for you. But as we begin proceedings, I want to uh, remind you, of course, this program is available in your favorite podcast platform and smart device, as you're hearing it right now, and in other methods that you can uh, listen to with the links at radiocrystalblue.net and, of course, on um, other uh, platforms. There is um, opportunity to download, stream, and to share this program in full for free. And I thank you very much in advance for being with me, ushering in this new year. Yeah, a little different than what I used to do years ago, which I think has generally died out my more obvious and less obvious references to the new year. Sometimes populated with uh, songs about war and its aftermath and such, and I was, um, I was uh, happy to do those. And then now it's become... A lot more thoughtful and reflective. And actually, 
with the timing of things, a little bit sad as I uh, will share with you in a few seconds here. But as you enjoy this music, I want to remind you that uh, you can reach me through uh, email at dan at radiocrystalblue.net. There's also uh, Twitter. There's Facebook. There's also Mastodon, which is uh, a ringle for yours truly. I have uh, just begun to explore it since I've been on here about uh, close to two months. I believe the link is mastodon.world forward slash at, the at sign that is, Radio CBLUE. And sometimes it's really hard to trust social media because there's a lot of uh, people there who just follow me or join up and I can't tell who's real or not outside of wherever, wherever I've already added. So a little suspect, but Macedon's a nice uh, change of pace and I like that. And... Outside of that, later on, I'll give you some details on how to submit music for future editions of Radio Crystal Blue. This show is published every 10 days or so. My goal is to do a show every 10, 11 days, basically three times a month, in tandem with my other program, the more focused Radio Crystal Blue, Novus Ordo, which is focused on new releases by active songwriters and bands, like the same of which you'll hear on the main program, though this is more of a more or less free-form slash stream-of-consciousness sort of experience. Taking a cue from my uh, heroes in this music industry. So, enjoy this time together, as I'm sure you will, and, uh, well, there's, uh, may have heard passing of two amazing performers within the industry and reflecting on Tom Bell who had passed away I think just prior to Christmas and Tom of course one of the mighty three who owned um, Philadelphia International Records and the headquarters of which I think was I guess bulldozed or something uh, torn down only a few years ago. I remember first living in Philly and getting a chance to actually visit that studio, or at least the ground floor of the studio space, one year, and that was a nice experience. And Tom leaves an amazing legacy. There's um, so much I can share, and I don't even know where exactly where to begin, except really to the music... Uh, itself, I suppose, because, I mean, where, where, where else do I uh, go from here? I started listening to the uh, likes of the stylistics and things like we just came out of with that song called People Make the World Go Round from their uh, debut album, a self-titled uh, one from 1971. Uh, I remember not necessarily choosing this, but I remember I think it was my parents who had gravitated strongly toward if not something that was more uh, ethnic, something that was more like straight up uh, easy listening, I guess reflecting their refinement in themselves and uh, something to be admired though uh, easy listening by the 70s was kind of on its way out but there was a station I remember in Patterson, New Jersey called uh, WPAT Easy 93. 
the voiceover was just like that. <laughs> and that station re- continuously represented what will be considered the quote-unquote beautiful music format. And some of them, I mean, I mean, okay, we're talking about like instrumental versions of pop songs and no rock songs, but, you know, there's something that fell along the lines of like Engelbert Humperdinck and Perry Como, uh, oh, I don't know, Patty Page, Rosemary Clooney, Barbara, you know, all of that. Barbara Streisand, of course. So you'd expect the heavy vocals and such and the beautiful lush uh, background after that. And oh, goodness, grew up on that stuff. Not that I necessarily chose to. My, my dad's stereo was uh, prominent with whatever he wanted to play. I, I didn't have any say, of course. But it's fine. I mean, I gathered interesting education into all that music. And I guess coming into later years and exploring the radio dial myself, along with what my parents had listened to when I overheard heard some of the music that was going on, I was hearing Betcha by Golly Wow and uh, Stop, Look, Listen. People make the world go round and other songs like that that made it to one of several stations. I think it was WLTW, 106.7 FM. Amazing that I still remember all these call letters and frequencies and formats. Just, you know, that's... When you listen to radio enough, I guess you remember that stuff. Even the slogans, the light at the end of the dial. Yeah. You hear hear music like that that wasn't necessarily beautiful music you wanted to hear the vocals in the songs you wanted to hear the original recordings but the but the 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 format the approach was music that was very reflective and thoughtful and something you could play in the background in the quiet office that wouldn't necessarily be like uh insistent or uh or you know pay attention to this you know so um yeah and Tom Bell was uh, part of it. And I tried to find some music that he con- directly contributed to. So my understanding of this, though, get this. The, um, the, the understanding about this is that the group members in the stylistics were actually absent from most of the songs. Um, aside from... Uh, uh, I guess uh, lead singer Russell Tompkins uh, Jr.'s uh, uh, vocals. Now, according to the founder and engineer of Sigma Sound Studios, where this wall went down, uh, Joe Tarsia, he said, I don't care if it was the stylistics or Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes or whoever. All the backgrounds on all those songs were sung not by the groups, but by either Kenny Gamble Leon Huff, Tom Bell, Carl Hem, or Bunny Sigler. Now, Bunny has been quoted saying that he says most of the male background vocals on the stylistics hit songs were provided by himself and Gamble and Bell and Helm. And, well, I'm inclined to believe Bunny about that. So, uh, yeah. Tom contributing quite a way to uh, this album, which he also had produced himself. You talk about Sweet Soul. There's a landmark song for you. A landmark album. You may already be familiar with the Tom Bell Sessions. 
released in 1979 from a series of uh, sessions from 1977, led by Elton John. Project, a bit of a departure for Elton, and his band was not used for those sessions. And it brought Elton together with Tom Bell, who, of course, had worked with the Stylistics previously and the Delphonics and the Spinners and such. John was, well, actually, Elton was eager to work with uh, Tom, but the sessions did not really go smoothly, and it actually ended before an entire album could be finished. Tom had recently relocated from Philadelphia to Seattle. See, the initial sessions were recorded at the one of the better Seattle studios called K-Smith. Additional overdubs were done back at Sigma Sounds. Tom producing all the tracks and co-wrote one of the songs with his nephew, Leroy Bell, and also Casey James. You together comprised the popular singing duo Bell and James, and they had co-wrote the other songs in the set. With the Spinners singing backing vocals on that project, in fact, Tom had advised Elton to sing in a lower register. This project ended up producing one uh, Billboard Top Ten single. That song, of course, we know called Mama Can't Buy You Love. Which is what we heard from the Tom Bell Sessions. And speaking of Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Coming from the album of the same name, I Miss You later reissued as a self-titled album, which was their debut from 1972, produced by Gamble and Huff, and featuring Teddy Pendergrass, album arranged in part by Tom Bell, an album that was remastered and reissued with some bonus tracks in 2010. We heard the three-minute-and-change version of what is on the official release uh, clocking it over eight minutes. The fulcrum to all the music in the uh, segment, as you can tell, as I'm sure you can tell from listening to all this, is David Bowie. And what a fulcrum. As I published this show not so long after uh, his birthday, which was uh, January 7th, and uh, we hear David in his contribution to uh, Philly and... He himself uh, getting to that little plastic soul thing he did. With this album, Young Americans, Can You Hear Me is that ballad, which he is quoted saying is a real love song written with someone in mind, but he didn't identify who. This was the B-side of the song, Golden Years. Alto sax provided by Mr. David Sanborn. Song written by Bowie and produced by himself and Tony Visconti and Harry Maslin, engineered by Carl Barolo. Backing vocalists included 24-year-old Luther Vandross. Song originally was called Taken in Right, first recorded January 1st of 1974. It was included in his soul album, The Gouster, recorded that same year, but released posthumously on the box set, Who Can I Be Now? He decided to have the well-known Scottish singer Lulu 
record the song, which they did uh, in March of that year at Olympic, and the next month at RCA's studio in New York. And it was in that session in New York that David first met guitarist Carlos Alomar, who had become a major collaborator with Bowie. And though David believed that Lulu had the potential to be a great soul singer, and he wanted to take her to Memphis and record an album with her and, and such. It was in August of that year in 74 he recorded this tune, Can You Hear Me, at the aforementioned Sigma Sound in Philly. And yes, a very notable album. This album, of course, was his ninth album, released in March of uh, 1975, and again, David considering the album Plastic Soul of sorts. One of the many guises David would use throughout his uh, career. My notes say here that for the backing band, uh, David wanted to hire MFSB, which of course was a rhythm group of over 30 session musicians that resided at Sigma Sounds. And with the exception of percussionist Larry Washington, all members were unavailable. So David traveled to New York City for further recruitment. I mentioned uh, David Sanborn, but also pianist Mike Garson, percussionist Pablo Rosario, retained from the Diamond Dogs tour, and Earl Slick, guitarist, uh, was replaced by Carlos uh, Alomar. There's a few other luminaries across this album as well. Gave you a double shot of Bowie there with uh, his collaboration with the sadly late lamented Angelo Badalamenti. A Foggy Day, which you also know in his uh, original title as A Foggy Day in London Town. Song composed by Gershwin. George Gershwin, that is, with lyrics by Ira Gershwin. It was first introduced in 1937 by Fred Astaire. And the song is still referred to by the uh, full title. It is the closing song on the album Red Hot and Rhapsody, the Gershwin Groove, which is a compilation album to celebrate George Gershwin's 100th birthday. Compilation, the 12th entry from the International Organization's Red Hot Benefits Series, a fundraising tool for the organization's AIDS awareness efforts. Some great artists on this album, like Bobby Womack, uh, The Roots, Morchiba, Duncan Sheik, Natalie Merchant, and many others. Sinead O'Connor returned for this album as both a performer and as co-producer alongside Phil Ramone and also Paul Heck of the Red Hot Organization. Gorgeous stuff with uh, David and Angela with the uh, sentimental stuff there. Angela passing away after a very long career. He had started out going back to the 1960s he had co-wrote a song with uh, Perry and Kingsley from their album The In Sound From Way Out, a beautiful up-tempo piece called Visa to the Stars. 
using the name Andy Badale. He co-wrote a song for them on their next album. And the same year, he would work with uh, Ronnie Dove and also uh, a few of Perry's solo albums for Vanguard using that same pseudonym, Andy Badale. He would also write songs for the likes of Nina Simone and Shirley Bassey, as well as uh, other folks like the uh, Pet Shop Boys from 1987. He was the arranger on songs of artists such as Dusty Springfield and Paul McCartney. He would conceive entire albums, such as for Julie Cruz, Marianne Faithful, and Tim Booth of the band James. He directed with David Lynch an album for Julia Cruz, The Voice of Love, which included several tracks from Twin Peaks. There was even a collaboration with Anthrax on the Twin Peaks-inspired track Black Lodge. That was in 1993. Also, he composed the opening theme for the Barcelona Summer Olympics of 1992. You heard a good cross-section of some of his music. For Bowie, we did hear from Dusty Springfield that gorgeous tune called Nothing Has Been Proved. And yes, it does sound like it's uh, right there, taken from the uh, 1980s. It was produced for the 1989 film Scandal, which is an account of the Profumo Affair which is a famous British political scandal from 1963, which undermined the confidence in the government, uh, the ruling Conservative Party there in England. The song is heard in the end credits of the film. Apparently, um, Neil Tennant of the Pet Shop Boys had remembered a song he had written some years earlier before the duo had formed. He and Chris, ha- Chris Lowe, that is, wrote some new music for the song, and managed to get Dusty to uh, sing this. And, in fact, that very year, 1963, she was lead singer of the popular group The Springfields, and she was just about to launch her own solo career. Part of the uh, comeback period there for Dusty in the late 80s was uh, this tune. There's also a good video, too, with that one. I mentioned Shirley Bassey. We... uh, Heard a song from the 1968 album of hers called This Is My Life. And this song was uh, written, was co-write with uh, Sammy Kahn. And apparently he was chosen because he received more Academy Award nominations than any other songwriter, which is true. And also because he received four Oscars for his lyrics. An excerpt from the Fire Walk With Me Twin Peaks uh, soundtrack that uh, spacey jazz music that we know for most tune called Don't Do Anything I Wouldn't Do. I opened with Marianne Faithful reciting recital of uh, the prologue, interpolation of Divine Comedy by Dante Alighieri. 
Marianne with vocals and with some contributions by many folks across the album. And Cesar Andre Badalamente plays the clarinet with uh, Angelo, along with Kenny Landrum, doing the uh, keys throughout this uh, album. Prologue, of course, uh, opens the album, and Epilogue contains an interpretation of The Tempest by Shakespeare. From her uh, themed album, A Secret Life, we heard the prologue of that album. Music celebrating Angela Badalamente and also Tom Bell with, again, a rather interesting connection there between the two by David Bowie. That's how we begin things here on what I call Radio Crystal Blue. I'm Dan Herman, and this is just the tip of this big iceberg as we begin 2023. Lots to get to, and uh, why don't we just get right into it. There's a ton of music I want to uh, share with you, and all from artists who are busy performing and also making news with their music. And I'll get to this in a sec. There's, uh, to remind you, email dan at radiocrystalblue.net. Find me, of course, across social media, which is linked through the website. Again, shows I do pretty much three times a month. Once the RSS feed is updated, it'll give you the latest details on the shows. And, of course, the uh, when you last heard from me, there was the big holiday extravaganza from early December, celebrating the end of the year. And, of course, the announcement of the Radio Crystal Blue charts, which I unveiled around Christmas. By now, you already know some of the, or I should say most of the uh, chart winners. And uh, this year, no really big surprises. Uh, looking at my list over again here... I see Soraya was definitely the best artist out of Philly, we had just seen earlier in December. She ranked at 46. Tom Collins, the best artist out of Wales. He ranked at number 43 overall. Best UK artist was a band called The Cut. They ranked 22 overall. Best EP went to Buffalo Rose in their collaboration with Tom Paxton. EP called Rabbit. They ranked at number 19 overall. Best Rock Band for the Year and Best International Artist Outside of North America, Smash Into Pieces from Gothmurk in Sweden. They ranked at number 16. Julian Taylor took the uh, title of Best Artist Outside of the United States and also Best New Artist for 2022. Even though I had heard a little of his music over the last several years, this was his very first chart appearance for me. Best overall bands and best folk group were Professor Louie and the Chromatics, and also Best Album, which was their third such title uh, in that category. Uh, I should say, well, best... Uh, no, I should rephrase that. That's the third time that they've won for Best Album. That's how I should really phrase it. They won in 2016 for Music from Holy Mountain and 2019 for Miles of Blues. So this one 
strike up the band for 2022 is their third time winning. Heather Pearson becomes the artist of the year for the first time. So very happy to uh, acknowledge her for uh, that accolade. Best concept album went to Put a Mile World Music's Afro-Cubano album. Also, best tribute album, there was really no contest, Brother Johnny by Edgar Winter. And that's pretty much everybody, unless I come up with something else, but everything is outlined on the chart page. You can see who ranked in the top 100, and if you're following me already on social media, you know I uh, did the initial announcement on Twitter and published it to all the other places where I normally uh, do social media stuff. So um, that was fun, and we start the process over with this program, first ones for the year, and of course alongside Radio Crystal Blue Novus Ordo, where of course I routinely feature brand new music. Let's see what I've got going on here as I... Uh, start off. I actually got something brand new for you, which I was going to introduce in RCB Nova Sordo, but I thought, you know what, let's just put it right into the rotation and start off uh, the year right. From a songwriter I have read of over the last year or so, this is uh, her second album. Many people liked her debut album called Old Ghosts and Lost Causes from a few years ago. This new record builds off of that one, elevating her songwriting and also broadening her sonic landscape. The official release date is actually in February. She splits time between the Dallas and Nashville areas. And yeah, this is some um, interesting stuff. What I'm reading is that she had begun recording this album last year in June. And strength is in the layers of instrumentation, the effects and things. Why don't we just hear the song? How about that? This is called Cross That River. It's from the new album Landmarks. This is Helene Cronin. <laughs>
And I'm broken from trying to bend 
the light of the single in the center of his bloodshine. Nothing. 
Got gold, gold 
That's Carol Wise. Make your own way from her album, The Long Way Home. Her website is carolwisemusic.com. She's already planned to be on the road for most of this month here in January. And let's see. What is she up to? January 11th should be the publishing date for this program, and I should be able to tell you safely that... uh, if you do get to hear this uh, show by 11th, you, you might be able to catch her on a live stream called Live from the Lair, though it doesn't say exactly where on the web to uh, tune in. January 18th through the 22nd, she is involved in a songwriter's retreat. That's a private uh, affair. February 18th, uh, co-build with cold chocolate at the Rose Garden Coffee House. That's in Mansfield in Massachusetts. And then a few more shows beyond that. Terry Hendricks, You Got Gold. From the album Pilgrim's Progress, Project 5.5. TerryHendricks.com. T E R R I H E N D R I X. A whole series of uh, programs and workshops and things through her uh, creation and organization called OYOU, which is Own Your Own Universe. With the occasional online concert live from Larry Farm, featuring herself and her frequent playing partner, the great Lloyd Maines. Yes, father of Natalie Maines. In fact, that next concert happens to be on my birthday, January the 31st. Maybe I'll tune in that. And there's also an annual All Ages Free Concert that they're hosting called the Snowbird Concert Series. It says here it's the first Thursday of every month, December to March, and returning to St. Mark's Episcopal Church in San Marcos. Lots of songwriter events writing workshops and such, and running through all of the uh, details here. looks like February 11th, you can see Terry Lloyd again as they return to Third Coast Theater in Port Aransas, right by the beach out there in Southeast Texas. And some other events as well. You can go through her website for a lot more detail that I'd want to share here. Peter Mulvey with Sister Strengths, 500 Days, from their album Love is the Only Thing. 
PeterMulvey.com, P-E-T-E-R-M-U-L-V-E-Y. Among the dates I see here, January 13th, the Second Friday Coffee House in Belmont, Massachusetts. January 14th at the Oswego Music Hall in where else but Oswego, New York. January 15th at the Vanilla Bean in, yes, Pomfrey, Connecticut. January 19th, the Flying Goose in New London, New Hampshire. January 20th at the Parlor Room in Northampton, Mass. January 21st, Common Ground Concert Series in Dobbs Ferry, New York. And a series of shows, I believe, with Ida Franco, with uh, actually Peter Mulvey as a special guest, along with Sister Strings, on the headlining. January 24th, First Avenue, that's in Minneapolis. January 25th at the Pabst Theater in Milwaukee. January 26th at the Embassy Theater in Fort Wayne, Indiana. January 27th at the City Opera House in Traverse City, Michigan. January 28th, uh, Peter and Sister Strings MC the Ann Arbor Folk Festival. February 5th at Jam and Java in, yep, Vienna, Virginia. February 24th, the Old San Isidro Church in Corrales, New Mexico. February 25th at the Kitchen Sink in Santa Fe. Lots more about that at his uh, website. Lots of love for James Houlihan. For this new album, Beyond the Borders, we heard back to the start. JamesHoulihan.com I see one gig for him just ahead. January 17th at Bar Lubitsch. That is in West Hollywood, California, of course. Kevin Daniel, Single in the Center is the leadoff track from his most recent album, Been Here before the Kevin Daniel.com for some more details. January 25th, he's at Bus Call Nashville. February, tw- uh, pardon me, February 3rd, along with the band The Bottom Line at the Clubhouse Sports Bar and Billiards in Lynchburg, Virginia. February 13th, they play the Assembly Food Hall in Nashville. Staying in that city on February 14th at the Nashville Tour Stop, it says here. Just Nashville Tour Stop. And February 21st at the Listening Room. February 28th at the Basement. And heads toward the Rockies. March 9th at Rayback Collective in Boulder, in Colorado. March 10th at Swing Station in La Porte, also in Colorado. Ash and Eric, do something. It's from their great album called Sure. Ashanderic.com for more. Very busy with uh, Patreon. And if you want to get some more exclusive stuff from them, including uh, music and such, you can go to their page over there on that big website for more details. They are playing to write a new album. In fact, they want to write and record one song every month, resulting in, well, of course, 12 demos this year. So by the end of the year, they'll have an album ready to be produced in the uh, studio. And interestingly, from now until the end of January, every new Patreon member will receive a 10-song album of demos recorded 
from the last, uh, well, not the last three years, but basically the period 2019 to 2021. So again, join them on Patreon for lots more exclusive stuff. February 18th, they're playing the Moore Barn Studios in Stockton, somewhere in New Jersey. And if it's close to me, I might want to attend that gig, though I don't know where Stockton, New Jersey is. I know it's in Jersey, but... And I did live in Jersey for like close to 10 years, but I can't place where that is. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a look on my smartphone here and see where Stockton just might happen to be and see if it's accessible because I live in Philly and I wonder, you know, maybe it's how far away that might be from me. And I'm seeing here, okay, this is, uh, oh, where is this? Oh, okay. So this is like Hunterdon. That's like just a little past New Hope and uh, a little east of Lumberville along the river there. North of Washington Crossing and Ewing Township and Trent and Newtown and all that. And I'm like, hmm. Well, that's not, well, that's not exactly nearby, but that's not necessarily impossible. Well, I'll have to figure the uh, transportation out. I don't drive, so I'll have to consider that. And also, February 18th, we'll see what my work schedule is like around that date. Helene Cronin. What do you think of that song that closes her new album now, Cross That River, from the album Landmarks? HeleneCronin.com is H-E-L-E-N-E-C-R-O-N-I-N. -E -E Reading through the uh, press release here, it says here that she's been, for the last close to 20 years now, she's been in a, a presence in Nashville songwriting circles composing music for her own projects and also the commercial country market. She hosts writers in the round sessions at the famed Bluebird Cafe and often performs in Texas, opening for the likes of Kathy Matea, Chris Hillman, and Willis Allen Ramsey, among others. Quoted for the press release, she says, quote, I used to put out music for the contemporary Christian market here in Texas. That was back before I really started pursuing Americana music and writing for the country music community, targeting major label artists. Eventually, I realized that I had written a number of personal songs and needed to put out my own music. In 2014, I finally went back into the recording studio. I really haven't stopped since. End quote. Helene was a new folk winner at the prestigious Kerrville Folk Festival just four years ago, actually five years ago now, She's drawn comparisons to the likes of Laurie McKenna, Mary Gaucher, and others who share good, intimate experiences and unblemished honesty and their own unguarded vulnerability. And let's see, where is she at next? January 24th, she's at the Listening Room in Nashville. February 3rd, as mentioned, this full-length album will release to streaming platforms everywhere. And that very same day, she is a guest on a radio show on KWVH in Wimberley, uh, Texas. February 4th, CD release event 
at Six Springs Tavern in Richardson in Texas. And also hosting a Songwriters in the Round event February 18th at the Bluebird. Joined by Janelle Arthur, Eric Erdman, and Terry Joe Box. Lots more info at her website. I'm Dan Herman. This is Radio Crystal Blue. Around January 11th of 2023. Very nice you've uh, decided to join me for this program. And let's see what I've got as we uh, change gears for a little bit. I'm going to go to um, the UK next up. And got some news from a gentleman who says he's doing his 1,000th gig on February the 2nd at a place called the King and Queen. It's somewhere in England. Looks like he's doing uh, three sets, one solo, one with uh, a frequent playing partner, and one with his band that's been with him for a long time called The Validators. I'm referring, of course, to Mr. M.J. Hibbets. This is titled Hills and Hollows.
Run
What do you think of that? The sounds of quiet riot. <laughs> that's called I Can't Hold On. That's something new from this band that's been around for... Uh, how long have they been around? Since maybe the early 80s. I guess 1980 or so. And, uh, I mean, we all know Come On, Feel the Noise and uh, Mental Health and Don't Want to Let You Go and all those tunes. Goodness gracious. Left uh, quite a legacy and a number of lineup changes and, uh, and such. Overall this time, they've sold 15 million records and Metal Health, in fact, was the first heavy metal album in history to go to number one on the Billboard Top 200. They already have over a million social media followers. There's no surprise with that. And I can tell you a lot about that, but um, most importantly, got this uh, new song of theirs called I Can't Hold On. The website for them is quietriot.band. You can see them next January 19th at the Coffee Butler Amphitheater as part of Rock Island Fest in Key West in Florida. Also the part of the Chris Jericho Cruise uh, running from February 2nd to the 6th based out of Miami. Then March 10th, uh, pardon me, March 4th, they'll be at the Seven Feathers Casino Resort in Canyonville, Oregon. And March 10th at the Mohican Sun in Uncasville in Connecticut. The Dirty Mitts, as we uh, dip back into uh, the UK for a bit. Great song there called My Show. Website for them is dirtymitts.co.uk. Tommy and Mo, the founding members of the band, were dreaming of a better time during the pandemic and gigging to large audiences and uh, composed this tune in the midst of the pandemic, the song called My Show. And we're excited about them. They're based out of London. Website, again, for them is dirtymits.co.uk. Somewhere in my notes, I think I'd figured out where they're performing next. Don't see anything right off, but we have to dig into their website a bit to find uh, what they're up to. We hear again the song Chemtrails by Weekend Recovery. Website is weekendrecovery.net. January 28th, they play the Picture Drone and box office in the town of Holmforth. It's somewhere in England. Saturday, March 4th, they're at the Road Trip Bar in London. March 5th at the Prince Albert in Brighton. March 10th at 33 Oldham Street in Manchester. March 11th, they'll be at Royal Park Pub and Cellars in the city of Leeds. Again, weekendrecovery.net for more about this great band. We hear from Silverstein once again. Live Like This is uh, growing on me from this recent release called Misery Made Me. Silversteinmusic.com for more about this band. They're a Juno Award-nominated Canadian rock band that uh, recently announcing their North American tour for this year. And that begins March 23rd in Ottawa at Bronson visiting over 25 cities across North America with stops in Pittsburgh, 
New Orleans, Las Vegas, San Diego, Cleveland, and more before wrapping up in Grand, Map, uh, Grand Rapids on Sunday, May the 7th. Joining them on this run are guests Dayseeker, Sea of Space Cowboy, and One Step Closer. And again, the first three dates on the tour, March 30th at Bronson in Ottawa, March 31st at the Imperial Bell in Quebec City, April 1st at Webster in Hartford in Connecticut. The L.A. Maybe, Peace of Mind. We hear this song again from their recent release, Dirty Damn Tricks. TheLAMaybe.com you can see them next January 13th at the Hickory Tavern. That's in Charlotte, North Carolina. January 14th at Papa Doc's. That's in Lake Wiley, South Carolina. January 20th at Stooges Pub and Grub in Mint Hill, North Carolina. January 21st at Whiskey Sours. It's S-O-W-E-R-S. <laughs> That's in Meebane, North Carolina. February 10th at the Bradshaw Social House in Charlotte. February 17th at the Hickory Tavern again in Charlotte. February 24th at the Gin Mill South End in Charlotte. And again in that same city at Amos's South End. That's on February the 25th. Also heard from We Are Parasols. As we hear again this tune of theirs called We Are So Fragile. The Larvae Remix. No website, but their label is happyrobots.co.uk. I see they're playing a show at Coffin Club Portland. Along with a couple other bands, one from uh, Louisiana and also one from New York State. That show at Coffin Club will be on February the 3rd. Really like the sound of Frenchie and the Punk. Song called Temple of Sleep from their recent release, Zen Ghost. Frenchie, F R E N C H Y, and the punk.com. They have 18 events booked so far for the year. They're seeking to go back to Europe this summer. They'll also continue with their Patreon page going further into uh, 2023. They've been doing updates. Uploading mini concerts after the show and flashback talks, studio chats and sending postcards, and also sneak peeks of what they're working on. All exclusive if you are part of their uh, Patreon page. MJ Hibbett and the Validators. Hills and Hollows from their most recent album called Still Valid. MJHibbett.com is M-J-H-I-B-B-E-T-T. Dot com. Gig number 1000 is on February the 2nd at the King and Queen in London. So, yes. Solo. One with MJ's uh, frequent partner, Steve. And a validator's acoustic set. And there will be a live stream of the whole thing for those who can't make it in person. Details coming soon about how that'll work. And if you keep up with them, he has a very active blog about his daily life uh, in and around his life in rock and music as it stands. And, uh, yeah, 
Very interesting follow. like him a lot. He's also on Mastodon as well. You can find him over there, too. You can find me on Mastodon and other areas in social media, which I've uh, mentioned earlier, and also email. Thank you for uh, enjoying this program thus far.